hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome back to the Rio. We're trying to be as seemingly professional as possible. That's going to be hard tonight. Yes, we're not. We're all tired. We're tired. We're we're, we're not exactly pros at this, but it's, we're having fun. Yeah, it's nine o'clock. We've been trying to record this since eight thirty, so. And Abby's going to be talking to us about, and I mean, I'm going to be putting my input in it. I don't know about Carson. He's just going to be saying really um, witty line one-liners. Yes. But Abby's going to be talking about the types of bay specifically. The Sealy and Unsealy Court. Well, I mean, that's the one that most people and it's, find when they research it. It's predominant in the United Kingdom, like yeah. Scotland, Wales, Ireland, Ireland England. We, we say United Kingdom because we are going to be respectful to people who do not like being called, called British. Yeah. So. Anywho, in my research, I have found the etymology of the words seely and unseely. And so this is coming from a really fascinating article on WordPress. All of, like, so it's BritishFairies.wordpress. And the article is The Seely and Unseely Courts, which makes sense because it's all about them. <laughs> and so originally, Seely derives from the Anglo Saxon. Um, Seelig? I am probably mispronouncing that. Look at that and tell me which. Seelig? <laughs> Seelig? That. Um, and it means happy or prosperous. Not me. And. Uh-huh. <laughs> as it went into Middle English and all of that, one sense it became pious or worthy auspicious or blessed mm -hmm. are you okay yeah i'm, I'm just I'm fanning cool. yourself okay yeah, i'm trying not to laugh okay uh, over a stupidity i did but what over a stupidity that i did so, oh so it's like you're good you, you, you okay okay you, you're doing good you're doing great <laughs> i did you're doing great sweetie. i heard something about like you spit too much and i was like are you okay <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing anyways the second could be considered lucky, cheerful, innocent, and simple. And I'm doing air quotes. Quote unquote simple. Yeah. And that's where it f took the final step to becoming simple minded and the modern English silly. So, like somebody being silly. You don't know what any of these words mean? No. The first word you said there's something and something. There's two different things. Silly and unsealy? Yes. What is that? I was just talking about. She just talked about. How do you spell it? S e e l i e, and then un. Silly. Is the same, but with yeah, with an un. Un in front of it. So like no. So you in. So you got this, and then not this. I was thinking silly like a seal, like a model. <laughs> I was like, what's unsealy have to do with anything? What's that have to do with fairies? Like, it's like that one saga that I told that I told y'all about about the ghostly seal head just kind of popping out yes. of the like from from the floor. Oh my gosh. Shout out to Saga Thing. Yes. <laughs> um, that makes a lot more sense. And thus, unsealy is the opposite of it. Opposite of what? Of sealy. Of sealy. Which is? Which is happy and then unhappy. Okay. It's, yeah. That's literally it. Okay, I was just saying that for the audience. Oh, oh! <laughs> I'm over here yelling at you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and the reason we don't 
translate seely and unseely is because of the fact that it went from all those changes. Mm -hmm. Because originally what they mean when they're talking about these courts is more along the lines of happy and pleasant Mm -hmm. than what we now know as silly in English. Okay, yeah. Which is why we don't trans... It makes sense. Like silly goose? Oh, you silly goose. Which, I mean... You silly goose. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. Yes, um... Which is why you don't... They don't translate those Mm two. Why is it called a silly court? Because typically, and this is more of like Mm -hmm. a modern thing, um, the silly are like the quote-unquote good guys, like the good fairies that are like the spring and summer, and typically people associate spring and summer with good stuff, and then the unsealy is like the autumn winter and winter, fall. winter fall, that is like, it's all dark, it's all decaying and everything, and so they're like, well, again, quote-unquote, the bad guys. People like to divide things into good and bad. Yeah. But what's the court part have to do? Oh, oh I'm going to get into that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... <laughs> The Sealy Court is like I said, happy or pleasant court, meaning like the group. Yeah. The unseely, therefore, is unhappy or wretched. Like she, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Now, this article also talks about kind of where the language uh, that derives this, these words, is, and it's Scots, mm-hmm. which is the language of Lowland Scotland. So that kind of is where the stories usually take place, mm-hmm. because that's where the language came from. Um, and some of the examples of creatures that are unseely are things like Redcap, Shellycoat, the Brown Man of the Murs, uh, which I'm just reading this from the article, mm-hmm. um, the Powery, the Duntry, and um, uh, the hag gentle anis they sound delightful i was gonna ask what all those things are but i don't think either of you know what those things are i mean spirits mostly i they're usually like 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 the brown men and then the hag yeah so like if it's a hag it usually tends to be like a witch or banshee or banshee um if it's the brown man it's like maybe like you said the brown man of what the mers it's spelled m-u-i-r-s so maybe like like a bog or like yeah so that's what so I was like, thinking like an entity that's just coming from like the waters yeah I know red caps I think mushrooms. tend to be really really like not no, oh no um, those are the mushrooms not <laughs> well I was thinking like a red know, cap I, mushroom like, I understand that thing's gonna kill you obviously you're not gonna get near it yeah no I understand where you're you coming from I think from what I understand red caps are very mischievous mischievous little creatures yeah. Um, Little critters. Yeah, and then the Sealy Court includes things like elves, brownies, and the Dooney, which is spelled D O O N I E. The Dooney. <laughs> that was a good movie. Um, and fascinatingly enough, written records of these are not that old. In fact, the They're oldest. recent. Yeah, the. One of the very earliest examples is from 1584. I mean, yes, but it's... It, it's not as, It's like, very late medieval, yeah. if you think about it. It's older than every book in this library. Yeah, but you also got to think about it like this. It's older than my mental health. The library we're in right now is specifically... For books. Um, what's the from word? like the... Rare out of print. Rare, rare out of print, but specifically Texas. Yeah. 
books that are about like from like the 19th century onwards so if that helps you understand how how the library of my grandparents is is specifically texas yeah and And specifically well the texas and the civil war and that means that those books are not going to be super old like this Mm -hmm. just because except the bible we said there was a bible here from like the 1800s except the bible we said that's pretty interesting thick bible Yes. And then some of the other examples is is um, a song that was only recorded in 1783, but was possibly. Um, I mean, keep going. Oh, sure. Um, it was possible that it's at least 200 years older. It was just written down. Yeah. It's like I said, people just kind of didn't write think, things down. I think the name is. Allison Gross? Is it Gross? It's that part. Okay. Yeah, Allison Gross or Yeah. And it refers to the Sealy Court. Um and the fifteen eighty four example is by Robert Simpill and it is titled Air Follows the Legend of the Bishop of Saint Andros Life Callet Mr. Patrick Adamson Alice Costine. That's one thing you learn when you're a history major is that old books have very, very long titles. <laughs> I mean, also books from like this time, there wasn't like a specific um, form of spelling, so everything just kind of looks funky. Oh yeah, I'm just pronouncing <laughs> how it looks, like it would be pronounced. And this is about a bishop or a high-ranking churchman who gets targeted as for criticism because he went to a healer called Allison Pearson to treat various ailments. Well, isn't that funny? Yeah, and... That's weird. That's suspicious. Later on, she was convicted of being a witch. Of course she was. I think we've talked about this in a previous episode. (laughs) Women just don't catch a break. Yeah. Or just anybody that practices magic, they don't catch a break at all. Mm-hmm. And she's said to be a servant to um, a fairy queen. Mm. Which is why she's later called a witch. Do you want me to read the poem? Um, or are we, just- we can read it. So this is from the website. It goes, Anne Carling of the Queen of Fairies that Elwyn Gare to Alfine cares through all braid a bane sco has bane on horseback on Halloween, and a in seeking certain knights, as Shu says, with sure silly witches. Which again, this is me it's trying to read this. Scots. Yeah, We're and trying to read Scots. It's very fascinating. I think this might be Old English. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, because I mean, it's well, it's it's a mixture it's of a stuff. It's a mix of Scots and Old English. It sounds like yeah. Which again, you can hear it because I mean, it's you, like if you Halloween. Hear, are, you, are you trying to tell me something? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh. Um, if you if you hear Beowulf being like told out loud, you can kind of understand what they're mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, I took a whole class on Sorry, in high school or not in high school. Why did I say high school? College. college. In college. In we university. Wish, we wish we could have gotten Old English in high school. That would have been cool. But anyways. I got Latin though. Um, I was taking a course all on medieval pilgrimages. And we had to read that stuff 
out loud because the spelling was so hard to um I'm sorry, guys. I just lost my train of thought because they were playing th- a thumb war behind me. The the spelling was really hard, too. Um, because it's not what we're used to. Yeah. But she said if you listen to it out loud, it's easier. And that's why I read that. <laughs> um, so, anyways, guys. The reason that they use the name, like, the term court is because... It meant like a group or a troop. Yeah. Kind of like a high court of, of royalty. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Um, <laughs> Car- Carson's question has been answered. Yeah, and in fact, it didn't just have to... Re- res- um, it didn't specifically have to be like a king queen. It'd just be like a group that's like... Yeah, and it doesn't also have to be specifically fairies because Andrew Winton, for example... He wrote and described birds and wild beasts eating carrion as a fake court or a doomed company, perhaps, Me. is what this article is saying, which is pretty interesting. Me. The good fairies or the Seely court were augmented, meaning like their ranks were a, included mm-hmm. people who fell in fighting in just battles other good folks who for some reason maybe they had one slip up and couldn't enter heaven Aww. so they became part of the good fairies and they helped mankind they provided bread to the poor and aged they gave seed corn for the hardworking but the unlucky and gifts to those they favored especially those who helped them now, of course, this does not mean that they only did that and that they couldn't, um, of course, be mean if we, or do bad things, especially if they were offended. Mm-hmm. Um, the unseely, however, were grouped with people who gave themselves up to the devil, so witches, um, bad men who died fighting and unfortunately unbaptized babies. Typically it's unbaptized babies. Mm-hmm. And they were always ready to inflict harm. Mm-hmm. And they did not have to be provoked. They're just like... Yeah. In fact, there is a ballad of Mary O'Cronathan. That is a very long last name. <coughs> Mary O'Cronathan? Yeah. O'Cronathan? Huh? It's an A, isn't it? O'Cronathan? O'Cronathan? Wait. Craigathan? Mary O'Cronathan? Craigathan, yeah. Mary O'Cronathan. Yeah. So, basically, what happened is she's kidnapped by a fey man. Ooh. Yeah. And her dad is like... Nope. Cursing the Seely court because of this. Like, let her come back. Scandalous. And Kidnapped he, by a fey man. Uh-huh. And he was warned, hey, you shouldn't do this. You should not You should not curse, curse the them. good people. And, well, yes, she comes back. She comes back pregnant, doesn't she? 
No, it doesn't say that. Oh. Um, I was about to be like, oh, Lord. But he dies shortly after because no one curses the Seely Court. There you go. And thrives. <laughs> yep. Don't curse the fairies, Carson. Curses. <laughs> but, I was going to be like, bless your heart. And again, any fate similar to this would also befall a person who plowed up a fairy ring. See, this is why they're protected in Ireland. Like, this is why you can't touch either, like, big trees that are out in the open or hills or standing stones or just any groves because they're like, no, 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 we're not doing this. Which, I mean, makes sense. Why? It's like, why would you risk it? Why would you risk it? Just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't make that mistake. <laughs> we love fairies here. Huh? I said we love fairies here. Yes. We, 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 we respect them. Yes. Oh, tell me when to say the thing about what I was talking about. The... In the car. No, no, no. Because Carson asked, like, like, do you give your names to, like, oh. uh, and everything? Yes, let's just do that now while oh. we, like, transition. Oh. Okay. Um. Basically, Carson's question yesterday was, like... What what happens if you like tell your name to the fairies or like say something to the fairies? I'm like, well, the well, you you don't give your name to the fairies because that means you're basically giving your identity to them. You don't say thank you because that means you're getting in debt. You don't say please because you're also getting in debt. You don't accept anything from the fairies. You don't um necessarily deny anything from the fairies. You just kindly decline. Basically. It's like the fairies are the IRS. <laughs> Anywho, I thought that was a pretty funny... Nobody left. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Nobody left. <laughs> we heard this joke before. It's <laughs> I know, but... Um, anywho. So, this is now from Wikipedia. <laughs> because, unfortunately... A lot of the research I tried to find would take me to D and D stuff. <laughs> well, D and D is accurate. What? What? Dragons. <laughs> they know about it. Anyways, so another um, I f I found this to be a fun little tidbit on here. Part of the unseelie court were buttery spirits. Buttery? Buttery. Yes. Say, say that with a heavy Texan twang. Buttery. 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 Say it, Abby. Buttery. 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 Anyways, <laughs> back, to or, back to the order of business. Yes. So, butteries <laughs> Butter. would hide in the butteries or pantries ah. of dishonest inns and taverns, eating and drinking everything that they All could. All the dairy products. Not just dairy, like anything. They no. would just like eat you out of house and home, basically. Me. And causing financial misfortune. The only way to get rid of them was for the owner of the establishment mm -hmm. to become honest and ethical in their business practices. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was very, very funny. I'm telling you, it's And the very, art. like... It's like... It's, it's, the fairies are the tax collectors. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, 
in other cultures, you can see um, a division similar to the Seelie and Unseelie with the elves in Norse mythology and Delight and Dark. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yes. And then more modern day, mm-hmm. they're broken into groups called trooping, solitary, yes. and domestic. They're like hobgoblins. House. Or domesticated. Like like house brownies. Yeah. Like so. Which makes a lot of sense because even in Mexico we have like the belief in like. Well, okay. The, so the domesticated would not be a brownie. I, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. but, like, even in Mexico, we have, like, the belief of, like, little people living in mm-hmm. your house, and, like, if anything goes astray, like, oh, I can't find my keys, or, oh, I, I left this here, but it suddenly ended up in somewhere else, we're like, yeah. it was the dang elves. Obviously, we don't say the dang elves, but I'm like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I understand what you're saying. Obviously, we don't insult, but... Twas the elves. Twas yeah. the elves. Yeah, so... Trooping fairies are those that, like, travel in long processions. And this also includes um, the Irish... And I'm going to let you say that because I'm not sure how the to say Al-she. it. The Yes, that. The Like, the Al-she. Of Irish mythology. And, basic like Irish I said... paid off. They, like, travel along in, in processions. <laughs> I think of a little troop of circus... Circus... <laughs> no <In a> circus <laughs> troop. Oh my gosh. Um the solitary are like the brownies. Mm-hmm. Um the puka. Okay, what's a brownie? Not those kind of brownies. I, was, I keep thinking like Not like, those kinds of brownies. <laughs> like the food? Yeah. That's why I keep getting them in my mind. Brownies um, are like yeah. smaller entities that typically reside <laughs> in either your home or like if you have like animals like in the barns. Sometimes, um, they like to mess with, like, typically horses or cow hairs. They just kind of, like, knot them up. So it's a mother to, like, comb them back. Either that or you just gotta snip everything off. Ah, I see. Yeah. A mother. Anyways, um... children. Yes. The domesticated are, according to this Wikipedia article, and this is, again, more modern ideas of fairies... Um, are seen as like functioning as pets or servants of the household they live in, which makes me go like Janine just did, um, which is why I was like, not like brownies, not like brownies. Um, oh no! Yeah. And finally, from this article, which is a really fascinating article. Yeah, I mean, I. I like Wikipedia sometimes because it does have some pretty good information. Plus the sources are good. Yeah. Um, obviously, People have sometimes stigma. you wish to have like a better, better source, yeah. but... And there's the stigma of using Wikipedia, but it helps. Yeah. Obviously not academically, but it helps. Yes. Um, so this is about Welsh fairies. Mm-hmm. And Welsh fairies or the... And I'm going to have you say that one. I didn't get that far in Welsh. Tilwith. Tilwith? The Tilwith tea? Uh, yeah. Um, they're put into five types. Uh-huh. Like little categories? Yeah. The Elyalun, or elves. That's, okay, so I know that the double L is actually like a sh sound, so the Eshelon. Okay, that. Sorry. 
I'm used to how in Spanish it's the j, oh, j yeah. sound, so... Echelon? Echelon um, or something like that. Uh, a household spirit similar to brownies or hobgoblins called... Bruh, what is that? <laughs> uh, I'm going to try my best. Yes, please. Boabacod? Boabacod. Um, what's that? What? <laughs> <laughs> she um, said, what's that Pokemon? <laughs> Anyways, sorry again. We're not super good with Welsh yet. Um, yeah. And then y'all will not recognize this from an earlier episode, um, sort of. I mean, we it was by a different name, but... It was it the ghostly... Coblina? The Coblina? What is it? The, the, yeah, the Koblenau. Which are spirits of the mine. And oh, that the is Tommy the Tommyknockers. Ah, yeah. So that's where that kind of... For some reason, a- I was thinking of, like, the like the fairy dogs. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is um, one of these things that I was... But, I, ah, the Tommyknockers. Yes. So, like I said, you will recognize that from an earlier episode. If you go haven't, look, go look it up. Yes, listen to it. Um... And then there was... There's a Tommyknocker. Okay, (laughs) this was before Carson joined the podcast. So a Tommyknocker is these spirits in mines Mm -hmm. that... um, They go by different names. Yes, but but we know them as Tommyknockers. They are said to be spirits of creatures or miners that have died in like collapses or just straight up entities living or, yeah. within the mines or the hills there must yeah be a lot of birds. and if you don't respect them they'll end you you'll they will like cause cave-ins yeah but sometimes if you're good and you respect them and things they, they knock and they warn you that there's a cave-in nah, that's why they're called tommy hawkers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seriously, it would probably be a lot of birds because people would send birds down into mines to see where the oxygen the spirit cut out. Of birds. I mean, yeah, I mean, serious. historically they did that. They sent yeah, the birds down until canaries. they died. Um, what? What? Then I'm not sure how to say this one. I think I know how to say that, but I don't know how to say that. Um, the Grogeth on on one. So those are lake maidens, and then the Wishalun. Well, the the uh, the well, I mean, you can you can pronounce it as like the, the Gillian or like the the the, the Gishian. That um, and those I are. I think. I mean, that's that that's what I I'm assuming from like what little Welsh I I managed to learn. I mean, I want to get back into it, but. And uh, and those are mountain spirits that resemble hags. Also, I think Owen is like the underworld in Welsh mythology. I mean, that would make some. That'd be kind of cool, like the I fact think. that it's like lake maidens and like mm-hmm. lakes, kind of like. Underworld. Dive into the underworld. Yeah. Literally, they dive into the underworld. Yes. And that is it. We wait. managed. Oh wait. Nope. No, we did not. There's two more. No, there's no, two there's more. It's just one more article. <laughs> oh. Because um, I saw, I saw like the another paper. Yeah, I was like, oh. No, those are for the next episode, but we're not recording that tonight. No, we're too tired for this. <laughs> um. So this is very. Um. This is going to be a, a quicker um, okay. article research stuff. And this is from Mythical Creatures Guide, and it's the Fae article. Mm, mm-hmm. And they are... It talks about how a lot of the common themes within 
this mythology about them mm-hmm. is that they are used that like the mythology and the folklore around them like their stories mm-hmm. are mostly how to protect yourself from them yes because you don't want to do you don't want to cross paths with them because it's all fine and dandy until you can't return ever <laughs> to your home and everybody dies mm-hmm. and you're just stuck there as a servant Mm-hmm. And it's bad. Yes. And one of the examples in this article is that you can ward off their malice by using cold iron. Yep. Because that is apparently like poison to them, according mm-hmm. to this article. <clears throat> or charms of rowan and herbs. Or specifically avoiding offense. By shunning like locations, like don't go to locations yeah, that are known go. to be theirs. Yeah. No, it's a tourist attraction. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> you go from being feared to people paying a hike to see you. I mean, I do want to go see like Stonehenge. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't. I was talking about Stonehenge. Oh. I, was, I think I was talking about the Hill of Tara. Oh, <laughs> I, I would like to see that too. I had an aunt who went there. That was actually where my aunt had the lay, like, the ley lines incident. incident. Did we talk about the ley lines we, incident we before? We did not. I th- okay. Anyways, we're going to be talking about it now. Yeah, um, because I've already talked about it. <laughs> or I already mentioned it. We mentioned it. So I had an aunt who went to Ireland and Scotland and that area on vacation. And they were visiting the Hill of Tara, right? Did I say that right? Yeah. And they were walking around um, exploring, and this random couple with like a tour guide, <laughs> with like um, are following them with with, with rods. I like, think they had like dowsing rods. Yeah. With them, but they also had a map of where the ley lines are, like one the tour guide yeah, did. Yeah, like well, one of them was holding the map, the other one was holding the, the rods. Yeah, and they basically ended up following my aunt for a bit without the hill because every time she would unknowingly unknowingly know where a ley line was because all of the hairs on her arm would stand up and like you know um like goosebumps yeah kind of thing and they (laughs) finally approached her and were like do you realize this is happening we're here to talk about this in, this situation. And and they had an actual map and it like the, it proved to be consistent cuz yeah. they they after they went and approached her they kept they walked with them for a bit to see if it was true and ev- like all, like clockwork every time she was on a ley line her the hair on her arms would stand straight up. What is a ley line? It's um electromagnetic do you want to explain it? Because I'm not sure. <laughs> and why are you doing arm workout with a chair? <laughs> oh, okay. A ley line is basically an, ele- an electromagnetic light, like line where like energy literally like crisscrosses, and that causes a surge of like paranormal or supernatural activity. So, yes. And typically it's in places such as Tara, such as Stonehenge, such as a lot of um a lot of places around the world. Yeah. 
Anyways, that's we the ley line go. incident. We should go. Yes, we should. And that was it. Imagine making a podcast, like an episode from the Hill of Talk. I was thinking that would be really cool. Thing. I don't know how we would do it because, like, I mean, we we have the app. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we can record. That would be cool, guys. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that will be a bit away because we got to save up money to go there, but... (laughs) Or college... Well, I mean, I'm a college student. Carson is a college student. She's a college graduate, but she... I mean, I just started a job, but it's not 100% like... Ideal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I'm about to start, like, a certification program, so... Woo! Certification. Yeah, certification. Certification. Certification, yes. But she's saying certification. Certification. I am dyslexic. I'm tired. A certification program. (laughs) Well, guys. Anyways. Stay safe. Stay spooky. And keep it uncanny. Woo! Woo! Bye.